0: full of them from low budget crap fests to downright unwatchable and only two men are willing to watch them all so climb in and take your seat this is short bus cinema let's do it
1: Welcome back to Short Bus Cinema. Man, it's been a little while since we've done a show. This is episode 13, and uh, we've had to take a little break. We've had all kinds of things going on, a lot of sickness going on, all that good stuff. And uh, my good friend, my partner, the, the person that's sitting beside me on the bus, Mr. Johnny Krug, what's happening, my man?
2: yo not much dude i am glad we're back although we're back with episode 13 so
1: (laughs) what unlucky movie we'll be talking about this week will be fun lucky number 13 what a movie (laughs) we picked for this yeah it's gonna be fantastic man um I found this movie because of a show called uh, The Podcast Under the Stairs, who's doing a 70s retro kind of uh, situation where they're picking movies from each year. And my name was drawn to pick uh, 1974. And in that list of movies that we had to watch, I found this one, which is called Abby, which is basically a black exploitation version of The Exorcist. But it's much more than that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, This movie is notorious, man. Uh, It was actually banned, I guess you would say. Um, Really? Yeah. Warner Brothers forced them to take it out of theaters. It was in theaters for two weeks. and then. Hold on a second. This was put out by Warner Brothers? No, 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 no. Warner Brothers was going to sue, what is it, American Films, I guess, that put it out and forced them to pull it out of the theater because it was too much like The Exorcist. Now... Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, that, okay. I was going to say, like this did
2: not have the quality touch of Warner Brothers.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, well, the thing is, is and you, you folks are going to find out that are listening, if you want to watch this, it's on YouTube, and it's really about the only copy you can find. This has never had a DVD release. You can't get it on Blu-ray anything like it. It's never going to see the light of day as far as that. So we're digging deep for this one, but after deep I cuts. watched it for that show, I could not pass it up, man. I, I've got to talk about this movie. It is so wacky. You, you guys are, you, trust me. You guys will be going to check this one out. You just can't help it. You gotta, you gotta check this this thing out. So uh, I'm excited about that, man. Um, I'm I'm stoked. You want to hear something really crazy too? It
2: wasn't until halfway through the movie that I realized that Abby's name was Abby Williams, <laughs> and then I started thinking Abigail Williams is. In history, is one of the leading people who was accusing people in Salem for being witches back in the day. She was like one of the top accusers. Wow! So it's funny. I I just they said because at one point they said Abby Williams. I'm like, holy crap, Abigail Williams. That man. makes perfect sense. Huh? Yeah, I didn't put that together. That's awesome, man. It, it is. It's. I mean, it's just a fun fact. It's one of those things. So I was really big into you know the Salem witchcraft for a while. Yeah. Salem witch crap. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a good movie we could do on the show eventually.
1: <laughs> oh, So, yeah, man, we're, we're going to take a little short break. We're going to play some promos from shows we love. We're going to come back, and we're going to jump right into Abby. We'll be back in just a second. about horror directors with a lighthearted look at three of their movies meet fearless podcaster gore blimey i've been unsettled by bats in the past and startled by parrots and i've even been known to jump at the odd cockatoo discover horror films that are classics and others too there's a topless aerobics massacre an exploding rock singer cannibals nude martial arts a deep-fried but
2: it's not all silliness you'll get proper movie breakdowns opinion and background information too
1: yep in the 80s and 90s jeff Stryker was huge in gay porn in every sense so if you're a horror film fan come and check out the trilogy of
2: terror podcast at strangeanddeadly.com or find it on apple podcasts
1: stitcher or on your podcatcher
2: one of those people that has a certain charisma
0: and a certain style and i'm just hoping one day he'll rub off on me The Trilogy of Terror podcast where we try three times harder to give you the willies. And now for our future presentation.
1: All right, everybody, welcome back. Like we said, we're going to jump into 1974's Abbey, and Johnny's going to give us a rundown on this incredible
2: movie. This movie stars Carol Speed. It stars Terry Carter and William Marshall, who you guys will know as Blackula and the King of Cartoons from PBS Playhouse. (laughs) Yes. Like this guy, seriously, seriously, this dude is one of the most underrated actors of his of his time. (laughs) Like to me, he did so much awesome
1: stuff. (laughs) Yeah. And, and this one he hated doing this movie I already know that fact I've, I've seen the interviews with him and he was like yeah oh, I do not want to talk
2: about it <laughs> I'm really glad you said that because he did not seem like he wanted to be there at all right The this movie was directed by William Girdler and written by him and uh, he also did Sheba Baby and The Manitou which The Manitou was actually a pretty big horror movie in the 80s right not big but it was like kind of a cult little thing um, but this movie basically it's a it's a possession film, kind of in the vein of The Exorcist, but <laughs> for adults, I guess. <laughs> because it's about a, a marriage counselor who's she's married to this guy, and they move into this new home, and they don't really explain why this happens, but she becomes possessed by the like a demon of sexuality, and right. <laughs> she pretty much, um, and she can turn it on and off, like it, it's it's very Exorcist like, but I don't know that the, that the comparisons are. So
1: strong because this right. one seems to go like really off the rails. Well, that's the thing about it too, because I, I wanted you know this came out a year after The Exorcist, so I really wonder if these people that came up from Warner Brothers were suing them, you know, because they actually watch it. Because surely you'd say, "No, wait a minute, y'all need to sit down and watch this," because <laughs> I, I don't, I don't really see where it's that much like The Exorcist where you should be threatened. <laughs> no. <Yeah. laughs> Uh, yeah, there's tons of similarities, but yeah, this thing is its own. Uh, this thing deserves a proper release because I would buy it. It's just that crazy. Would uh, you really? I really would, man. I, I, uh, you're showing your hand early. <laughs> uh, I just uh, – I just, I, I, I think it's just that crazy. It's one of those that you would have to buy just to show people. It's kind and, of like uh, Hasu, like that Japanese movie.
2: Oh, yeah. like Yeah, Hasu. That movie yeah. is, so, is so bizarre <laughs> yeah. that you watch it, and you're like, did I do drugs before I watched this? Right. So like, Why is this piano
1: like, eating like, this girl's legs, you know? <laughs>
2: yeah. There's just some movie I understand that. Yeah, there's some movies that are just so bizarre. It's like, you know, I have to own this to show people that right. this actually is a thing. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: Uh, like, so people yeah. put
1: money into this. <laughs> so, yeah, this this movie starts off, and I've got tons of sound bites for this, folks, so just hang with me. But this starts <laughs> off like any great uh, black exploitation movie, I guess, where the camera's swooping in outside, and it's a picnic going on. But the problem is, is yeah, it's supposed to be this picnic, but you get got this music that sounds like it's from SWAT. <laughs> <laughs> so it kind of sounds like this. What is that horn, lad. I just see a cop car coming down the street. You know, <laughs> uh, oh, and during it's the this, picnic, it's like a farewell to Blackula, right? And the, the funny thing is, is right out of that, and I've got it written right here. You got, <laughs> you got Dr. Blackula because that that's who the character is. It's, it's the guy that played Blackula, and he's a. He's a bishop, uh, right? He, he's a bishop, but he's also an artifacts, you know... Uh, historian, so he's he's uh, the same thing. Let's say it. He's the same thing. Dude. <laughs> he's the same dude. It's in The Exorcist.
2: Let's just say. Well, it hold doesn't. on though. <laughs> hold on. When when he's walking with the kids and they're they're trying to give him that gift, there is so much exposition and dialogue <laughs> given there. That one guy that's walking next to him names off like thirty like professions. He's like, yeah, he's like, you're an anthropologist. You're you're a gynecologist. You know, you have these women's <laughs> studies degrees down here.
1: He just keeps naming stuff. I'm like, dude. They I'm do like that doing, a lot in this movie. Do, I mean, they do a lot, yeah, yeah, yeah because they, I guess, because they, they're trying to give, you know, again, it's a black exploitation movie, but they're trying to show these people have credibility, I guess. So uh, they they do a they should have been so heavy handed. <laughs> it, it, it really is, and that's just bad script writing, because you know, like you said, it does. Yeah. It goes on a list of every achievement the guy's done, you know, and uh, we the get guy the same says thing. At least like six of them. <laughs> right, and then you get the same thing later on with Abby too, which I think I've got a soundbite of. But, but yeah, they're talking about uh, the African demon issue. So he's going to Africa to do research and find, uh, you know, this these artifacts that deal with issue, which is the, the 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 sex demon, I guess you would say. And the students give him this big blinged out crucifix. <laughs> he he kind of looks like Flavor Flay walking around, and it's like something he would wear. <laughs> it's like super huge, man, and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and it kind of goes from there to him getting on a plane and flying and you kind of cut away to being in a cave what does he find does he find like a petrified rhino turd like, what is that that's <laughs> what it looks like But <laughs> it's this block of wood and it's got these hieroglyphic carvings and stuff on it and and <laughs> and one of them's like look look here what it is and so I've got the description of what <laughs> Dr. Blackula finds on it it kind of goes like this
3: back further than the first millennium the distinguishing characteristics the hair in the shape of a cup, the erect penis <laughs> <laughs> this could be no other deity this is a shoe
1: <laughs> <laughs> so they found this box with a carved erect penis on it <laughs> so this must be SU so uh, then all of a sudden Dr. Blackula tries to figure out how to open up the piece of wood and <laughs> Isn't that like a windstorm? What yeah, the hell happened? He, yeah, he finally twists it and pops it open and like a shop vac turns on and it's like blowing dust everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, one thing I will say about it. That happens
2: several times in this movie and that's one conclusion I came to was that this demon Yeshu does not like organization of like office supplies and stuff No, like no paper organization at
1: all yeah it's like he just wants to run by just knock everything off your desk that's all he's there for
2: (laughs) (laughs) he's horny but he's also a kid
1: And you got, you know, the other helpers that are there that are not really relevant. So they're being thrown against the rock walls and stuff, which literally is just these guys just hopping on one foot and slamming up against some rocks. And uh,
0: There's
2: a lot of that in this movie,
1: too. <laughs> I love it. Every time it happens, I'm like, this is so silly. But while that's going on, we get one of the coolest things ever. And that's the flash of the demon witch. You know, in, in, in The Exorcist, you get the flash of Pazuzu, and you see the scary face, you know, with the teeth. But on this one, it basically looks like... If you took the Incredible Hulk and you and you put an afro on his head, but then you like burnt sections of the afro off, <laughs> it's like the Incredible Hulk with a really bad haircut.
2: <laughs> it looked like Michael Jackson during the Pepsi ad. You know? Oh, <laughs> that's terrible. I'm sorry, that's terrible. No, but um, one thing I will say though is that. Uh, I, I forgot until you just said that I forgot about that and I will say that is very similar to The Exorcist because that happens a lot yeah. in this movie like anytime she demons out you see that face pop in between little like
1: frames and I'm like okay so that's a little bit close to The Exorcist. Oh yeah yeah so I mean, and, and again I can see where the beginning of this definitely is a is set up like The Exorcist but then we kind of get to this part and this is where everything <laughs> this is where the wheels start flying off if we haven't lost you already <laughs> <laughs> But uh, we cut to Abby and her family. Now, Abby is married to Dr. Blackula's son, and he's a pastor, and they're moving to the new church. Lord and mercy. So they're moving the furniture and everything in the house, and whew, now it's time for some exploitation product placement because they're taking a break, and they all gather around on the front porch with a big bucket of Kentucky Fried Chicken. <laughs> it's that literal in this movie, man. I, I just, that blew my mind when I saw that. And I was just like, you've got to be kidding me, man. <laughs> I mean, did nobody Did nobody in the cast go, uh,
2: now wait a minute. <laughs> I mean, I think, I think these movies really knew what they were and what they were doing, though. I honestly do. Yeah. So, uh, I feel like it's like when Tarantino does the things he does that they're just so standout ish, you're like, okay. And not not that I'm comparing this to Tarantino at all.
1: Right, right. But, yeah, it's hard to get into the mindset of what was going on here because were the cast and everybody okay with this? Did they not see it as being this cliched thing that, you know, people have always said or, you know. Maybe maybe William Marshall. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but the thing is, is I mean, I love Kentucky Fried Chicken. I'd sit in front of a bucket, but it's just weird that, you Oh, know, me too, yeah. you see it, you just kind of go, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but while they're sitting around, and this goes back to what you're talking about, this is where they're bragging on all the accomplishments that Abby has done. So you think about the exorcist with Reagan, and she's, you know, pure, she's innocent, she's a little girl, and then that's who Pazuzu gets into. Well, here is a preacher's wife who has all these achievements, which we will hear about each and every one of them
3: right now. <laughs> You know that Abby got her certificate for marriage counseling? Oh, really? On top of the youth program and working with the junior <laughs> choir? Oh, Mama, stop it now. You're gonna make me too proud. And pride is when the deadliest sins, remember? Oh, there's a difference between pride and false pride. Ain't that right, Mama? Ain't no standing being proud of doing a good job, living a good life, and loving a good man. I
2: <laughs> I think I think you cut out the part where they said she helps midget amputee orphans. Like at that <laughs> she got her doctorate
1: in that. <laughs> yeah, man, they just they're piling it on here. So again, they're really trying to distinguish, you know, that, that the demons are attacking good upstanding citizens, but they this they just really laid with, on thick. <laughs> with how she changes in a few
2: minutes, with how she actually gets <laughs> You almost need you almost need that exposition because she becomes a completely different character. Ew, man, and not not Reagan. I, to me, it's not like a Reagan kind of way. She becomes this. I don't. know. We're gonna get there. <laughs> she gets very, very different.
1: Yeah, and of course. Now you get the setup of you know you get the it's at midnight they're asleep and you're seeing the, the focus on the grandfather clock and sitting there and then you get a POV camera that's climbing the stairs and a bunch of wind starts breaking out. It starts blowing chairs and doors over. <laughs> And her husband, they're, they're asleep, and he wakes up and goes, Hey, <laughs> I heard something. He's, what do you think? <laughs> so he wakes her up. She doesn't hear anything. You know, she thinks, well, he, he's just wanting to get it on.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and they proceed to get it on. <laughs> yeah, well, you know,
1: that's that's what happens, I guess.
2: <laughs> you know what's funny to me, though, is he, he woke up so
1: startled and he looked so scared. And then as soon as she mentioned that, he forgot <laughs> like, completely about the demon yeah. in his house. <laughs> Instead of going, no, maybe I need to go check things out, because I heard stuff falling over. He's like, yeah, baby.
2: <laughs> I guess if you're going to die, it's better to die on top of a woman. I don't know. <laughs>
1: So now, this is this next scene, man. <laughs> is the shower scene? Oh my God! It's a complete
2: Herbal Essences commercial, <laughs> except for it's actually you know, those commercials were like, like almost they were satire, like parody type things. Right. Like, this is implying what she's doing, right? Yeah. So
1: yeah, it the next morning. Abby's in the shower, and uh, it's the most addictive shower, I guess. Uh, uh, yeah, all the moaning and the groaning, you get the water spraying, and yeah, <laughs> it's a good, it's a
2: good like five minute scene too. I mean, or maybe three minutes, but it goes on for quite a while. It goes for a while.
1: Yep, and then then it cuts to outside the shower, and you're seeing the silhouette through through the screen. Then all of a sudden, a silhouette appears behind her and ramrods her. <laughs> it's like, whoa, wait a minute. You know what it almost looked like to me, though? And if 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 this if I
2: did catch it correctly, I think it was a really good decision, and, and they did a really good job. Is It looked like once that silhouette goes behind her and she disappears, it looks like it moves out of the frame and there's nothing there anymore.
1: Right, yeah, yeah.
2: To me, that's a really cool like, artistic choice for a movie like this. <laughs> it's pretty cool. It's just the
1: fact that it's coming up behind her and you're going, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how he gets in her. <laughs> I assumed at that point that's already you know, he was already there. <laughs> yeah, at this point, you you think she's possessed, but you guess not because she's going downstairs and she's gonna go wash her clothes, and that's when everything downstairs goes crazy. So it's very that's very exorcist like. when oh, forgot blowing, about that scene.
2: Yeah, she's in the laundry room.
1: Yeah, which is not a bad scene, really. I mean, they do that yeah. pretty well, you know. But it's just you know, again, it's just a <laughs> it's just a shop you know uh, shop back <laughs> blowing in reverse. So. But, uh, yeah, but uh, the next scene is... uh when we cut to oh, a dinner man. scene, and they're talking about how hard and how hard Abby is working, and uh, they go to the toast the to glass, and the glass shatters, and uh, so after that, it cuts to. Doesn't it the glass shatter after the toast though? Yeah, right. Yeah, they kind of. That's what was thing. weird to me is
2: like they, they'd already like clinked glasses, and all of a sudden they pull back, and his glass shatters. Yeah, I was like that's weird.
1: Yeah. So, but it's it's a it's just a weird scene anyways, because it's it the dialogue is just nuts. Again, they're having the same food they had earlier. Right. Exactly. <laughs> they don't it's, eat anything it's like, else. It's, it's like leftovers? <laughs> <laughs> so
2: what's going on here?
1: And then after that, when where they're going to cut up meal, uh, food for the next meal, I guess, because this is the ever-apparent chicken cutting up party, whatever that means, <laughs> where everybody's just getting together and cutting up a bunch of chicken. So <laughs> Abby is cutting up some chicken, and she keeps, like, licking her lips. Um, Dude, she... <laughs> it's... It, it, it's like when
2: it's like when you see those movies, like Night of the Demons, the, then the demons, like, trying to be all sexy, and they're licking all their, their demon teeth and their lips. Right, But right. she's doing that when she's slicing open like a raw chicken.
1: <laughs> oh, man. I mean, it's like Gene Simmons if he was in a scene from a porno movie or something. <laughs> so. <laughs> but, yeah, man. But she takes the knife, and while she's cutting the chicken and licking her lips, she just decides to just take a big old swipe out of her arm. Swipes down her arm, like, down her wrist. Yeah. So, Which is, I mean, no wonder the doctor thought she was suicidal. So I'm, I'm trying to figure out if is because, you know, the demon is seeing the sight of the blood from the chicken, and that's what's getting it all excited. I, I haven't really figured out, is, is this demon, you know, into, like... Sex with chickens, or <laughs> I haven't figured this out yet.
2: <laughs> well, they, they mentioned several different things. Like, like the, this movie's hard to follow for that reason because they say the the demon's into con- like it, it's into like sexual conquest and killing the people it you know takes over or not takes over the people it like that it actually you know seduces like a succubus, but it also mentions that it likes the conquest of destroying the person that it's inhabiting, right. and so I'm kind of like but why would it destroy her before she even became like a succubus kind of thing? Because she right. had not done anything yet. She hasn't done anything in this movie yet. Right. And so it's already slitting her wrists. So I'm like, well, this team is trying to get out fast.
1: Well, it must be that thing of, you know, because you think about the exorcist and, and her, you know, doing the crucifix and all that stuff. I guess just the, you know, doing physical harm to the body is, I don't know, something they do to mess everybody else up? I don't know. But this is your introduction of something's wrong with Abby and everybody's freaking out. And of course they call in the, a white dude, you always if you're going to have a, a doctor in a black movie he's got to be a white dude with a long white jacket and he's like yeah I don't know she's just uh, she's crazy I guess she's taking drugs <laughs> 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 oh. so uh, the doctor's not a lot of help
2: <laughs> no well, and later in the movie, you'll see, uh, you'll see there's another white person that's not a lot of help either. And I'm just like, come on, people, can we stop introducing these characters? They're just
1: terrible. They're just not doing anything for us. And you got Abby in the bed. She's crying because she don't know what she did. She don't know what happened. Her arms hurting. She's, you know just kind of freaking out or whatever This is a weird scene to me too because like the way she's crying and stuff it's it's
2: very like toddler like Like, she's not crying like an adult with cry. she's crying like a baby she's it was just very weird i mean it's almost like you can tell the change like it's like the demon or whatever doesn't know how to act so it's just testing the waters because it doesn't know her personality yeah because to me i mean maybe i'm just looking into it too deep but to me when I saw that scene, I'm like, why is she acting so much like a child? Like, it's so weird.
1: And they may have told her, said, hey, you know, because the actress said, hey, just act like you're a little girl. It's <laughs> 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 very possible. Then we cut to one of my favorite scenes in the whole movie. Sunday morning. The this is the <laughs> church. When Abby is singing and they keep talking about how great great she can sing. She sings like an angel. Well, folks, you decide for yourself. Oh,
3: my God. Can you move? Oh my An a rose note. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet, yeah, <shy, shy. laughs>
1: And I do love it because they're showing the people in the crowd. And they're looking like, boy, this really sucks. <laughs>
2: you know what though I have something later when we get to our stuff after the movie about this audience because this audience didn't look like they were having any of the service none of it they knew something <laughs> they, was <looked> up. Ang- <laughs> they just looked angry it's like it's like everybody involved with the crew and stuff called their family members like hey can you just sit here for like an hour while we film <laughs> we really need you guys just to sit in the, in, in the pews and just act like you're having a good time right. <laughs> and also um,
1: I don't think it's that doesn't she sing another song well, they, they stop there, and then the, the the pastor gets up and he's going to start doing a prayer, and then she starts coughing. Oh, okay, no, no, so, so it's that it's that, is that song then. That's she yeah. actually. Our,
2: it goes on a long wrote, time. It goes on a long time. I read, I read that she actually wrote that song for this movie. Wow, like that actress actually wrote that song. Yeah, that explain um, Because a lot. yeah, <laughs> yeah, because you're right. When when they get to the coughing part, yeah, that's when things just hit the fan. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and, and that song goes on quite a bit, so it could be a factor of, you know, I wrote the song. I think it needs to be in the movie, so, okay. I don't have to pay any rights for it. Let's do it. <laughs> uh, that's what you get. <laughs> but yeah, man, her her husband gets up, and he's, he's the pastor, and uh, he starts he starts a prayer, and she starts coughing and causing the distraction, and it gets so bad that she has to leave, and I've got the sound by but it is great. This is where she snaps Basically, takes a dude, uh, the guy that's that's trying to help her out, and just shoves him through a glass door. He runs, he, he falls out the back, and she just jumps on top of him and starts attacking him, like hunching him or something. <laughs> She's like attacking him on the front on the lawn of the church. <laughs> it's crazy. So it, it sounds kind of like this. <laughs> <laughs> The change. <laughs> Abby,
3: Abby, stop it. Stop it. Stop it, Abby. Oh, my God, Emmett.
2: <laughs> She also, while she's on top of him, she doesn't she start puking on him. Yeah, yeah. And, and
1: the thing is, is everybody in the church can hear every bit of it. So. And the faces, man, are just great, man. But yeah, it, it's it, that scene just—I was just busting out laughing, man. I was laughing so hard because just well, you know
2: what? I actually had turned away. I turned away during the scene when she was choking, and when I turned back, she was already on the lawn. So I had to rewind it because I was like, "How did they get outside?" <laughs> <laughs> she shoves and, and him I, through that door,
1: man. <laughs> oh, it was great. It was a it was a really good, it was a really good scene. <laughs> and so uh, after that, so Emmett, which is the, her husband's name, ends up, ends up calling his dad, who's in Nigeria. Like I said, he's when it's found the 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 piece that's holding Su in there, and uh, he's like, uh, "So uh, what's going on? Well, Dad, you know things things here are uh, really sucking." So. <laughs> I don't know what's going on but the thing is he's basically like yeah I, I, I'm well I'm sorry but ain't nothing I can do about it I'm in Nigeria having fun So they do these phone calls like four or five times and he's just like oh well
2: <laughs> well, and, and I think one or two of the times he's like, Yeah, I, I called like five times and I had to hold for like an hour once. I'm like, Dude, wh- you just wasted an afternoon.
1: <laughs> Are you serious? See, uh, I tried to call you for four hours.
2: <laughs> if, if you're a member of the clergy, you probably know somebody else who's not your dad who can help. <laughs>
1: right. But he's got all those PhDs and everything, though.
2: Oh, yeah, we're right. Yeah, I forgot about all those like 58
1: things yeah. they listed off. So later on that night, yeah. Emmett's making his move again. He comes in the, in the bedroom wearing nothing but a short bath towel, and he's quoting Shakespeare. <laughs> 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 and uh, you get this great response.
3: <laughs> it's better than why. Who makes you call it love? I'm happy I want to know why you call sex love.
0: Just an animal lust, isn't it? I'm not your hoe.
3: You ain't got enough to satisfy
1: me. You <laughs> Yeah man, she just drop drop kicks him in the groin and just starts laughing, man. You ain't got enough she to don't. satisfy me. <laughs> You know what, man? Somebody typed up these, these exactly. lines into a
2: script.
1: <laughs> uh, I just can't imagine them reading the script for the first time and going, what? They're doing a
2: table reading. Yeah, they're, they're doing a table reading, all, all of them. Like, okay, so I ain't your hoe, and you ain't got enough for me, bitch. Like, what?
1: <laughs> uh, and again, folks, th- this doesn't do justice. You You have to... Just fast forward and see these scenes because there's nothing like it, man. So again, uh, the next day the brother in law he's talking to his brother-in-law, the husband is, and he even asked her, he's like asked his brother, he says, uh, Has your sister ever done drugs? So he's even starting to wonder, it's like, man, they really think this is a drug problem. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh. and
2: his, the brother gets really offended because at first he he goes along with it because he's like before he asks about the drugs he asks if you know if she's ever you know been like weird and done like strange things like and the brother's like oh yeah you, well you know her. you married her and then he's like what about drugs did <laughs> like, oh, she do black tar heroin or you know uh, she had to like drop an
1: acid or <laughs> well he's even taking offense to it too it's like hey man what are you talking about <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> from this point. This is where it really changes, cause this is <laughs> this is where she's doing the uh, the marriage counseling.
3: Oh god! <laughs> I love this scene. Oh. This scene is so great.
1: So there's a couple in here that's about to get married, and she's telling about the dos and don'ts of the counselor. And uh, <laughs> And, uh, yeah, her, 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 her husband comes in, and he's like, hey, how's it going? And he's, she's like, oh, well, I'm just telling them about the, the do's and don'ts of marriage. And then it just this breaks out.
3: I have a few special
0: tips for you, and I didn't want to pass up this golden opportunity. Gold? What do you mean, Abby? Tips? The facts of life, stupid. <laughs> oh, not not created equal. Better make sure what he's got first. As a matter of fact, I'm gonna take old Long George upstairs and fuck the shit out
3: of him. Be <laughs> awesome. I'm gonna Come on, what have we got today?
1: Oh, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's just the best, man. <laughs> What'd she
3: call it? Sheep. Long George. Long
1: George. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> From
2: this point on, every time she demons out, she oh, says yeah. some of the craziest stuff you've ever heard in your life. It's incredible. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. I did her. The husband grabs her and takes her upstairs. Right, I don't know. <laughs> she he's What's like, "What's going on?" And then at that time, she starts attacking. She starts like sexually attacking him. Lays <laughs> him on the bed and just starts slapping him in the face. <laughs> oh man! It's you just- don't I notice though, like couple of these scenes like that like where she's like slapping her in the face and like there are a couple scenes where she demons out and then it just cuts to another scene and they never have a resolution Uh, like that's their husband in the bedroom there's no resolution it just cuts to another scene it's like how did that night end was the couple still downstairs how did this night end
1: yeah you kind of get one of those still shots and then it just kind of fades off to another part of the day like whoa wait a minute (laughs) you're just gonna leave it like that <laughs> oh man but yeah she she pulls the switcheroo on him upstairs she's like oh I don't know what's wrong with me baby I'm sorry and then she picks him up and slams him on the bed. and says that's nah, my time <laughs> and when it does that freeze frame on her face man she looks just like Chris Rock
2: <laughs> oh my uh, god speaking of movies that
1: could be remade I want to see an heck, Abby remake heck yeah man that'd be incredible let's do it it'll be a, yeah, short, be awesome. a short bus special <laughs> I'm, you, I'm on board. Oh, so after that, this is the next day when the the white lady shows up, claims to be the organist. <laughs> <laughs> she was playing at the church when all this happened. Before she come by to visit Abby and make sure she's okay. Uh, I don't remember seeing a single white person in the church before, but okay, not one. There was I'll take not it. One. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. And uh, folks, if you if you watch this movie for any one reason, this is it because I believe <laughs> in 1974. Abby is the first rapper ever recorded. She raps to this white lady. And it kind of sounded
0: like this. (laughs) So that your visit is not a waste of time. Now let's play some games in rhyme. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Get some fresh beats down. That's right. Uh, so she starts swinging her around like ring around the rosies, and <laughs> then throws her against the wall and starts. I, I don't know what this demon loves, and it just loves slapping people in the face. Because oh, she slaps the hell out she's of her, slapping everybody, man. And this woman, oh man. Then uh, Abby starts foaming at the mouth, and the Organist is having a heart attack, and she's just eating it up, man. <laughs> What's really weird, though, is, okay, so right after this, okay,
2: so the Oranus has a heart attack, Abby's on the bed, like, still convulsing and stuff, so it cuts to a shot of, like, the downstairs, nobody's there, and you hear the demon talking about how, no, I'm not done with Abby, and then you hear, like, someone else talking, I think it may be Abby, Right. and they're going back and forth, and then the husband comes in the door, and he hears it, and runs upstairs immediately, and again, I think right after he walks in the room, it, it cuts to another scene. Right, yeah.
1: Well, Doctor Derby shows up again, the white the white doctor, and he's like, "Oh, hmm, it's awful unusual. <laughs> like What? <laughs> Man, yeah, didn't, these things all happen normally. They they really need another doctor. They need a second opinion."
2: Well, he did ask. He goes, he goes. He goes. The doctor says, "What caused the heart attack?" Like, as a doctor, why would you ask a normal person that? <laughs> yeah. Like, isn't that what, what you do? Heart... <laughs> yeah. Like, you walked into a like a, a an emergency, and you're like, "Hey, what caused the heart attack? Why don't
1: you do your job?" Oh, man. Are you serious? <laughs> so, <laughs> the doctor was pretty terrible. <laughs> so, Emmett, the husband, calls his dad again. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it says, oh, I think Abby possibly killed somebody. And Dr. Blackley says, well, I'll tell you what, I'll be there as soon as I can. Because he's starting to realize that things are kind of messed up where he's at, too. So, and again, he's in the office. The wind starts blowing. Like you said, all of his pamphlets and everything start flying across the room. <laughs> so, yeah, we, we know that uh, that's what's kind of going on here. And uh, so, he's going to be coming back home. And here... Again, this is another prime example of the exorcist. But they take her in and start doing all these tests on her. And which always bothered me in the exorcist. Because, you know, they stick that that thing in her neck and the blood coming out. That used to freak me out when I was young. And uh, so in this one, they've just got her in like a lower budget machine. (laughs) It basically looks like one of those helicopter rides used to be out in front of the IGA. (laughs) And she's laying under it, and a little like <laughs> yeah. a little helicopter would go over and back down, and over and back down. It's all it does. <laughs> <laughs> so they're running these tests on her to find out what's going on. Uh, they're not having any luck. They can't figure out what's happening. But uh, th- she's supposed to stay there, and, and and she's talking to the nurse and talks like everything is normal. Then she <laughs> she puts a pl- like a pamphlet in front of
2: her
3: face, <laughs>
1: <laughs> right? And uh, she makes a break, man. She decides that. Uh, that she's going to get out of this out of this hospital, or the demon does, anyways.
2: Oh, I hope you have some of this dialogue because that was great when she was escaping. <laughs> the stuff she was saying
1: when she was leaving was the best. I can't remember what I got next here. I've got where where uh, she knows that he's called. Oh, so there's, that's at the hospital still, right? So I've got this.
0: I wanna thank you for calling that motherfucking father of yours. Give <laughs> he rise. Give him my worst regards. <laughs> and tell him I'll be waiting before him. Hear <laughs> <Ew. laughs>
3: <laughs> I love that. We wait for him.
1: Oh. <laughs> I love the fact that they didn't like use a machine to like make her voice mean sounding. They just found some dude down at the pool room that's been smoking a bunch of cigarettes. Just, just come in and say these lines, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean? Have you ever watched The Mighty Boosh?
2: Yes. You know the spirit of jazz? Yeah. <laughs> on the show. Yeah, that She sounds like the spirit of jazz, like, I'm going to crawl up inside <laughs> your boy like a warm kitten. <laughs> like, <laughs> just like the spirit of jazz. <laughs> totally. it's, it's pretty bad because I, I would venture out to say that if it wasn't a black person doing that voice, it would be offensive. Right, right. <laughs> because it sounds so bad. It's like so over exaggerated. I'm just like, come on now. <laughs> like, uh, like, i <laughs> like, he-em. Like, <laughs> make, make, make him
1: like a two-syllable word with an E in it. he <laughs> am. <laughs> I love it, though. Uh, so, Abby's, like I said, she's making a break for it, man. So, when he's going to pick up the, the Dr. Blackie at the airport, Man, she's like trashing and breaking everything in her way, pushing people over. She getting out of there, man.
2: Uh, <laughs> it's great, but I'm gonna tell you when she's getting out of there though, like I mean uh, you you may not have the audio, but like she's yelling stuff at them. She's like she's like, move, get out of my way, bitch. She's not like DMX running down the hall of this hospital. <laughs> it's like Freddy Krueger <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, really, because she does she does say bitch like five times. <laughs> and she's like, oh man, the scene where she escapes this hospital, it's if you've ever seen the movie Werewolf, or AKA uh, Arizona Werewolf, the scene where the werewolf is escaping the hospital—it's exactly like this. Just shoving everybody out of the way and throwing like orderly trays, and it's—it's it's great.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> And so uh, when they get back to the house, <laughs> and they get back, and Abby's sitting there, at, at, and, and, and dressed in a white, a little white short jacket and a scarf, and, and pretty much nothing it's else, terrible. yeah, and she sits down, and uh, they start talking, and, and uh, she she makes her moves on Doctor Blackula. Oh, and you know, he's not having any no, of it. No, no, he, he jumps up and and uh, he says stop or whatever, and then she he slings Emmett across the room, just like uh, Ash and Evil Dead crashing into a bookshelf. He just goes flying, and uh, <laughs> then Abby gets this great line. Man, it's all these lines are, are Abby. I mean, the 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 Doctor Williams stuff is great too, but not in comparison to things that she says. Oh no, no.
3: <laughs> just stay there.
0: I'll let you know when I'm ready for you, and then I'm going to get your ass. <laughs> <laughs>
2: How Abby can't say a single line without laughing afterwards. It's like she's Doctor Doom. It's like
1: Peeves and Butthead over there. (laughs) Oh man! Uh, Again, this you just you have to see this stuff because it it just it's mind blowing that this movie was made. I I bet it would have eventually done pretty decent. (laughs) (laughs) Because <laughs> the version that's on YouTube is a really, really bad. You can tell it's, it's been yeah. duped and duped and duped. It, it came from many, many videotapes, or however they got a copy of this. Because like I said, it, it, it was supposedly shelved, never to be seen again. So this is one of those that just sneaked through the cracks. And I'm awfully glad it did, because <laughs> well, this yeah, is a good question. question. Uh, like, I
2: didn't think about it before, but like, so is William Marshall, is he is he not on board with this movie because of the movie itself or because of the, all this like the stigma around it
1: no I think it was just because of just the content of the movie I mean okay. he did the blacky list okay stuff. So that makes sense that I think sense. he was trying to break through because you know he's he's a legit actor I mean he's had training oh, yeah. he's he's you know he's Shakespearean and Dude, uh, he
2: has one of those Christopher Lee type voices
1: exactly It's a, that's, that's the way I've always compared him and Duncan and I even said that too he has a very Christopher Lee you know Very commanding, very
2: authoritative, man. Yeah, just very well spoken. And yeah, just I, I, and, and that's the
1: thing is, I. He seemed very out of place in this movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very much. So that's that's the thing about it. I think it was just the fact of, and just the content of what's going on, and the language, and just how <laughs> ridiculous it is. So he wasn't happy even in the for- forefront of <laughs> being in it. I guess you know the paycheck well, must I, have been good. I guess
2: honestly, after the thirty-fifth take of someone saying "I'm up, come get your ass." <laughs> He
1: probably was like, all right, can I go to my trailer? This is just terrible. <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, at this point, Abby runs out of the house, jumps in the car. <laughs> and there's a mass- massive earthquake going on inside the house. And you get some more flashbacks of the Hulk. <laughs> Again, it's just... I don't understand why that was there. That was kind of weird in that scene. Yeah, why did she run out, and then there's earthquake in the house? <laughs>
2: Her powers are very different like in this movie it's like she can do certain things at certain times but at other times she just uses her physical like actual strength and it's, you'll also, we'll talk about it later when they get to the bar <laughs> because yeah. it, that happens again where they're, you're like
1: okay could she have just done that to everybody earlier right exactly but you know that's the that's the whole layout of the movie you know I guess they don't think those things through <laughs> but uh, so yeah she takes off in the car and then Emmett runs outside her husband and uh, stops a white woman driving down the road and just steals her car
2: <laughs> yeah that scene
1: I'm telling you that was uncomfortable <laughs> I'm not gonna lie uh, and it, it, then Emmett just stops at a random phone booth. You know, it's, apparently he's been driving for a while, and, and uh, so he's digging for a dime. And then the phone rings. Now, guess who's on the phone? Well, the first time there's nobody on the phone, <laughs> right?
2: It rings the first time. It's, it's a no. Nobody's on there. And then, still, it rings the second time. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> how did Abby know he was at that phone booth? <laughs> She's a demon. Ricky, I can't explain to you demon powers in the
1: span of the show.
2: It's it's a whole course. (laughs) Demons just
1: know where you are at all times. Uh, So next, Abby shows up at the bar where everybody (laughs) has to wear funky sunglasses, apparently. Uh, (laughs) I mean, everybody wearing sunglasses. Everybody in there. Well, can I put it
2: out there right now that this bar... I feel really bad saying this because I have none, but nobody dancing had any rhythm
3: at
1: all. (laughs) Well, I I, I bet it was one of those situations where there was really no music playing and they just said dance and we'll put music in later. (laughs) I could see that totally, but the same,
2: because they're literally like just kind of swaying. It's it's kind of like one of those rock and tilt sway things where you're like, "Uh, what? (laughs) Like, are we dancing or are we just? (laughs) Either they were just,
1: they were either just really high
3: or really tired.
1: (laughs) Right. (laughs) Well, and she runs into the guy that she attacked in the churchyard. Remember the guy she shoved through the glass window earlier, the yeah. glass door? She she runs into him in the bar and sits with him and uh, starts working this her magic on him. And uh, she's like, I show you know, I show him sorry, and says, I hope hope you're saving room for dessert. So she's she's working her magic on it, and we get one of the best lines ever <laughs> <laughs> right after that about what car they're gonna leave in. <laughs> it goes like this.
3: Well are we gonna leave in your herd? <laughs> oh no, no, there ain't no more funerals till after Easter. I'm in the limousine <laughs> so
1: <laughs> all right, I have questions here <laughs> <laughs> several how, how do you know there's no more deaths till Easter? <laughs> well, there's no more deaths till Easter. I'm in the limousine. <laughs> but then they don't get in a limousine
2: (laughs) right it's it's not a limousine (laughs) it's like a cadillac or something it's yeah Yeah. and you know what's funny is i thought the whole time like he was really like reluctant to go off with her he seemed very hesitant even in the car he did but then in the next scene she's she's on top of him in this car (laughs) i'm like okay so he's going along with it and he's like he's like he says oh jesus and it like freaks her out yeah and she's like, and so he's like, I just can't stop thinking about your husband. Okay, I can think of a bunch of lines you don't say during sex with a woman. <laughs> That's one of them.
1: <laughs> I can't stop thinking about your husband. Oh, man. Yeah. Probably the number one. <laughs> and then, then, of course, then she takes the wedding ring and throws it <laughs> throws it out the window. And he turns his head, and he's like all freaking out and stuff. She just reaches up and snaps his neck. <laughs> and then it looks like... Uh, A scene from a Cheech and Chong movie where smoke's just rolling out of the windows. (laughs) So it looked like they had 14 fog machines in that car. Yeah, so either she was just lighting up a big joint afterwards, or (laughs) I don't know what's going on here. But now, since she's out on her uh, rampage, I guess you'd say, Emmett and his brother-in-law are just bar-hopping now trying to catch her, and they've got a picture. And, of course, everybody's seen her. You know, oh, yeah, we've seen her. And she, and his, his bro, his brother-in-law. Did they ever establish earlier in the movie that he was
2: a cop? No, not. I don't remember them they say saying it either. <laughs> yeah, because you find out rat yeah. right when it's necessary. <laughs> <laughs> gonna say yeah later it's like oh yeah it's a good thing you're a cop what <laughs> okay i'll go with it i guess last minute script change where was bishop blackula at when they called him and said they were at that bar because he was like investigating someplace but i don't know where he was he now was like looking said. at weird paintings and like he was carrying that that, that lamp around i was like what All is right. where's he at Like, I don't know if it was just, like, supplemental stuff that they just shot, like, in case he was not willing to come back to the set. (laughs) Maybe he's back at a study,
1: or maybe he's at the church. I I don't know. It was a big place. I mean, maybe the church. It was huge. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I don't don't really know, but uh, I'm sure he was preparing because, you know, that's the (laughs) next step. Uh, well, meantime, meantime, she's
2: picking up that, and I don't yeah. know if you have any dialogue for this, but she's picking no. up that white guy who is the most annoying character in this whole damn movie.
1: Right. No, I don't have it, hey. but he's talking like W.C. Fields.
2: Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> this character, it's cringy bad. It's so bad. Yeah, yeah. Like, I wanted her to kill him. I was like, okay, please, he's the one I want you to kill in this movie. <laughs> kill him right
1: kill now. Kill him. <laughs> and what kind of bar just gives you a room on the house? <laughs> Hey, there's a room. You can have it. It's on the house.
2: He shows the bartender. Maybe I'll be back for you later. Whoa, whoa, what?
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. I've got it right here. I said, meanwhile, Dr. Blackley is getting ready for battle. And he's walking through the house with an oil lamp. And I'm like, why don't you just turn the lights on, dude? (laughs) 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 I mean, I'm sure you got electricity, right?
2: Well, she didn't cause any power outages.
1: Yeah. Oh, and uh, on on the mirror in in one of the rooms, there's lipstick on there. It says "Help Abby" on there. So, so they're trying to do that thing where instead of it writing, you know, "Help me" on her on her stomach like an actress she just wrote it in lipstick on the mirror. Yeah, and they didn't have to do it in reverse like Shining either with Red Rum. They just could write it straight out right. on there. <laughs> they were good to go. Oh, so yeah, they I said... They avoided the it, Kubrick lawsuit. <laughs> yeah, that's, I said pretty lame attempt of pulling off a scene from The Exorcist. And then Abby... <laughs> Abby comes back uh, to the bar and starts dancing with two dudes. Emmett and his brother walks up to her and she's not she's not ready to go she's gonna stay there with all those guys well at first it's just
2: Emmett like his brother's like off in the bathroom or something right right Yeah. they they like they basically everybody in the bar turns against him and starts like abusing him right and that's when his brother
1: says good thing I'm a cop <laughs> and pulls out I the know. gun and starts shooting at the ceiling and everybody takes off. Well, oh man, there was a weird line here too, where they're like, he's like everybody
2: out. And there were a couple of people saying like, can we, can we stay or something like that? Like, are they were like, do we have to leave? I'm like, do you realize a guy just fired a gun in this club? <laughs> like, do you want to stay in this club? It was very weird. I'm just, I was, yeah, I was just, cause those were the guys that stayed like the two right. guys that were with her stayed. And then like a couple of other random extras. And then, uh,
1: 'Cause so everybody runs out, and then uh, the brother-in-law gets thrown across the room. She picks one dude up and slaps him across the bar, of course. You know, got more slapping going on for sure. And then all of a sudden, when she's just tearing the place up, that's when Dr. Blackula shows up. And you get the best line in the whole movie right here. <laughs> she turns around to Dr. Blackula and says,
0: I might take you along, too. I get your fucking fuck. <laughs>
3: alright Get out of here, everybody! Come on, bro! Show's over! Oh Come on, move it! Sh- sh- show's over! over. <laughs> Are you serious? Uh, move it.
0: <laughs> you should. It's I- a demon attack! I oh. don't want you! <laughs> what do you think <laughs> of my powers now? Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Watch.
3: a big build
2: up yeah. that was the that was the biggest build up to a curse word I've ever heard in my life
1: well, it's, it's it's a whole slow panning turning around face changing all that stuff going on yeah. <laughs> but, but all that time that's what the, she turns around and says that's just Incredible, man! It's incredible. Oh. It's more fun talking about this movie than it is
2: watching this movie. Yeah, oh yeah, because, without a doubt. Because, like, hearing these clips, I'm just like, "Wow!" Like when you watch this whole thing as one piece of a mo- like one entire movie, it's kind of like, "Well, this it's not super great," but when you just take out pieces like that and talk about it and play
1: clips, it it, it really enhances the experience. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, again, yeah. it's one of those that you wish you could just fast forward to parts and just show people and go. I bet you never seen anything like this. <laughs> well, it's blood salvage all over again. <laughs> right. <laughs> Let's
2: see.
3: <Margarino, laughs> you're gonna
2: That still might be my favorite thing from this whole show. Never gets old. <laughs> <laughs> never, he never does. I knew that actually as like a, a text tone? message alert.
1: Hey, that's a cool idea. Hey, if anybody out there would like to have m- Torino you're gonna die as your ringtone, send us a message, man. I'll be glad to send it to you. I'll get it to you, Johnny, for sure. <laughs> oh,
2: I definitely do. Yeah, and, and definitely. Uh, we can all be. Uh, it'll be like one of those Joe's Town cults. We'll all have a cool ringtone, except for we. Will, we'll... <laughs> We'll live and continue to have fun watching crappy
1: movies. <laughs> it's just the just sign of your loyalty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so back back to Dr. Blackula. He's standing in front of Abby. And guess what? He brings out the bling, man. He brings out that big giant crucifix that they gave him earlier. The Flavor Flav cross. And she tries to escape, but he says that she can't. So he's pulling the, 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 the mind games on her now that he's got her trapped. Well, you have to give it to this this filmmaker for one thing.
2: They did the Chekhov's gun thing right. They they introduced that that bling in the first act, and they sure as hell brought it back in the third. Oh act. yeah, yeah, gotta yeah. have it. <laughs> I honestly did not see that
1: coming back. I thought it was just a throwaway thing when they gave it to him. Right. Yeah. So he he pulls it out and he's like, "Yeah, I'm using this now." So uh, then the demon starts speaking in tongues and throwing people around and changing back to you know normal to evil and back again. And then you get the whole elevating kind of scene where she's. Trying to float and all this, so you know you can tell what they're going for here. Uh, this this was definitely an Exorcist ripoff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This part. <laughs> but while while she's doing that, to make it different, Dr. Blackula. Gets out get out gets out of his Catholic priest outfit and puts on an African priest outfit. Before he does that he can't be bothered though. He they're like panicking. The
2: other two guys are panicking. <laughs> right. He's like
1: he's not even responding to him. He's just putting on this whole garb. And what I love about this outfit is apparently it re, it, it requires a cowbell. <laughs> 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 I'm like, okay. Uh.
0: <laughs> so
1: It'd he have been awesome. Don't fear the Reaper kicks in. Oh man. uh, Seasons don't fear the Abbey. Yeah. So he plays the mind tricks on her that she's not the main demon. She's not issue. This is a demon pretending to be issue. No, I am. And so you get a big battle there, which is mm, it's okay, I guess. But uh, you the language battle. Yeah, right. right. But you know that you have successfully exercised the demon when the disco ball comes crashing into the mirrored bar and it explodes. (laughs) (laughs)
2: That was the weirdest thing to me. I'm like, is this symbolic? Like, am I looking too hard into this movie? Why the hell does this matter?
1: Oh yeah, and when the when the disco ball is, is smashing the mirrored back in the bar, and, and then it sets on fire and explodes. The, you to exorcised the demon. <laughs> when you when you watch when you
2: watch a lot of demon movies, when somebody turns back to their normal form and the demons left, they look pretty much like they did. Not too, you know. Messed up. She looks still pretty bad. Oh yeah. Like Abby looks pretty fried the hell up. Yeah. So like
1: I think she's still alive. (laughs) And that's the thing is even past all this, uh, you know, you you kind of get a weird D N kind of thing because. They're just going to go on vacation. <laughs> it's yeah. like, yeah. really? <laughs> That's what's on your mind right now? Uh, this <laughs> is <the> day <laughs> <laughs> You really want to go spend time with this person alone now? <laughs> don't you think you need to have some people around for a while? Just saying. <laughs> yeah. At least some other man that she may murder. <laughs> like, yeah. Somebody else. So, Dr. Blackula catches the demon back into its box. I guess it's planning on taking the box back and destroying it. We don't really know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm so tired of asking questions, but how did that demon get from
2: that box in Nigeria to her? Yeah, good question. Like, what, what, what was the connection there? They never explained why the hell it went across the Atlantic to get to her.
1: Yeah, I don't know because like, it just shows up at midnight, you know, and that's yeah. the first that's the first appearance when it's walking up the stairs and you get the POV yeah. shot and all that. Yeah, it's not like uh, Captain Howdy and and The Exorcist where she's playing with the Ouija board and all that stuff. You know, and calling the demon tour or whatever. Where this one he just shows up and goes, "Hey, I'll just attack her." And it may be just a vengeance thing because if Doctor Black doesn't have a wife, so he's got oh, yeah. he's got to do the next thing. I guess that's how you get. I it. didn't think about that. Yeah, because they did make they did make
2: mention of that earlier in the movie. They had a point as hey, the son saying, "I feel bad for him because he doesn't have a wife." Right. So and that's you think you're right, man.
1: Of course, that whole the whole Exorcist thing was you know the reason he picked you know he picked Reagan for a reason. You know I know that kind of got developed a little later on. So I don't know if they had some insight on that or what as far as maybe it was in the book originally, but uh, that's definitely the angle they pulled on here is just you know affecting the family of this guy who released the demon. So yeah, Uh, this movie is wacko, folks. Uh, I, I I I say, you know, take the chance and just kind of check the thing out for yourself. It's at free. Le- at least fast forward through it and just catch some of this stuff because I guarantee you, you've never seen anything like it. Yeah. <laughs> not, not that that's great. I'm just saying you've never seen anything like it. Are there uh good lessons you learned from this bad movie? <laughs> <laughs> never go to a picnic <laughs> where they're going to give you a big silver crucifix, I guess. <laughs> Uh, I I put on here uh, never
2: make a toast with a candy glass (laughs) because that thing just shattered and like it was like it was like tempered glass it just fell into like a thousand pieces if I did learn anything it was don't achieve too much because when you do demons come after you Dude, the more degrees you have, you are just setting yourself up for some kind of possession. That's just—it's this—it's fact. I mean, uh, you read the Bible, guys. That's right. <laughs> uh, it's all right. Another one I got too is uh, my last—the uh, thing I learned from bad movies is it's all right to get pissed off at church when somebody's having a choking fit. You know, it's. <laughs> It's all right, because everybody seemed so irked and angry at her for having this choking fit. And in fact, it was funny because she was having this choking fit, and her husband didn't even acknowledge her for a good minute. Right. Yeah, <laughs> like He didn't even acknowledge his wife maybe dying behind him. And it's so audible that everybody hears it, so it's just like, what the hell's going on here? Yeah. Like, Because like, at this point, it hasn't been established that she's a freakazoid. So – They're all just assuming this is the minister's wife, and she's having some kind of choking fit, and not one person comes to raid until that one guy finally does and gets shoved out
1: of a window. Yeah, her her mom kind of grabs her and starts trying to escort her out, and then that dude grabs her arm, and she just slings him, and then it's just on from there, man. It's great. But yeah, I mean, this church just – they just looked angry, man. They needed some church.
2: <laughs> they really yeah, they really did.
1: Um mm. uh, any upgrades you would give this
2: movie? Like what, what would make this movie better? <laughs> no man, this movie is perfect. <laughs> I disagree. I would have more people throwing themselves into furniture <laughs> I'd have more slapping. <laughs> yeah, more slapping too. <laughs> I'd add that. How about some more chicken? <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I, you know what though? I mean, I think at some point Peter's going to get involved. <laughs> there was so
1: much of it in this movie. There was a lot. Oh man! I want to say the whole first act. <laughs> wow, it's just it's, it's just black exploitation, man. I, I I don't know that you can really upgrade this by much. Uh, what, about, what were they thinking? Like, Did you ever at any point think, like, what were they thinking about this movie? Pretty much from the very first. Probably from the idea of saying, hey, let's make a movie called Abby to be the Black Exorcist. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I guess it could have been better.
2: I mean, if they had called it the Black Exorcist, that would have been way worse. Yeah, yeah. Which I'm surprised they didn't because that's the way they fact, went with then, everything, everything had that title. Blackula, Blackenstein. I'll I mean, tell you what, dude, Dr. Black and Mr. Hyde is the best black exploitation movie ever made. One. It's a good one. It is amazing. It's yeah. so good. Like, if anybody out there has not seen that, that is one to check out. Because I know yep. most people who go into this sub subgenre and they're like, oh, it's all wacky and stupid and silly. There's some good stuff in there. I mean, you just gotta kind of dig through there to find it. Sugar Hill, man. Sugar Hill. Like, because, see, because to me Blackenstein, I didn't like that one. Like, I, I just eh. I, I, I own it, but I don't care for it. I, yeah. don't, I don't think it's a particularly good movie. But I think both Black Blackulas are good. Sugar yep. Hill's great. I think Doctor Black and Mister Hyde are great.
1: Abby's strange as hell. <laughs> <laughs> yep, and that was the, that's exactly why I said we got to cover this man because people have to know that this thing is out there. I mean, you know, we're we're not known for bringing the best movies to the show anyway, so this is the perfect place for it. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Keep the suggestions coming, people. We will take note. <laughs> oh, and we've got, um, we've got a line of people that are wanting to come on with movies, either for us to cover or come on and talk about the movies with us. So, that's going to be excited. happening pretty soon, yeah, because there's a I'm bunch excited. of them. <laughs> we've started... We the created a monster! <laughs>
2: the only time I thought, what were they thinking, which... Like, again, I could go with your thing about the whole movie, but the second somebody hands Blackula a crucifix, I'm like, oh, come on. Come on, guys. This guy's already established himself as a badass oh, vampire. Let's not do this. Let's I just never, not do it. That's funny. Is I never even thought about that. And that's within the first, like, three minutes of the movie. <laughs> Like we got you a present, and he, he was—he won't open it. And maybe that was tongue in cheek. I don't know.
1: It'd awesome. been great if he opened up. with no, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my I would goodness. have
2: loved for at some point to somebody make a reference to Mama Waldy.
1: I just—I would have loved it. <laughs> Oh, that's great, man! So, uh, why would you sit this on the bus, dude? Rating time, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's not good by any means, uh, no, <laughs> on any level. It's
3: entertaining.
1: It, it really is, and that—that's the only factor that why I even brought it on here. Because just the fact of some of the some of the dialogue is just—you <laughs> just have to, to see it to believe it. Well, you heard it, so it's close enough. But I don't know, man. It's not all the way on the back. I'd say probably one seat up from the back. Yes. Yep. That's where I go
2: exactly. Yep. One seat up from the back. And, I, uh, and, of course, also if you sat at the back of the bus, I mean, we're just setting ourselves up for a lot of hate mail.
1: So I'm just telling you right now. Right, right. I, I would <laughs> I would watch this on a loop anytime over Battlefield Earth. Oh, dude, yeah. <laughs> dude, if they had
2: lines like Abby had in Battlefield Earth, been killed. it would have improved the movie quite a bit.
1: Right. Well, they kind of laughed
2: the same. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'll tell you this when she's a demon, she's more attractive than John Travolta is in his getup. Pretty close, yeah.
0: <laughs> Do you want to lunch? <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, man. Well, this has been great, dude. I've had, this is a great one to talk about. Yeah. All right,
1: we're going to take a short break. We'll come right back.
0: 2017, gaming podcasts were a common thing. Despite this, three friends created a new one to stand with all others. Now, against all odds, they must find their audience within a convoluted market, fighting to find a voice, struggling to remain relevant. Until the day they finally reach the top and become number one. This is Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo, a gaming podcast for gamers by gamers. Find them on Podbeam, iTunes, and Google Play Music. Game on!
1: Sure, glad that you hung out with us, man. I say again, just go to YouTube sometime when you have nothing else going on. Skim through this movie; you'll see everything that we talked about, and uh, I guarantee you, you won't be disappointed if you just catch <laughs> snippets of this thing. <laughs> Don't watch the whole thing unless you just really, really are brave. But uh, I, I just, this thing is unique enough that we just had to talk
2: about it. <laughs> Well, and I think I think somebody who's into black exploitation, I think you could sit through the whole thing and be fine. You know, it's right. it's not. I mean, it's not super painful, but yeah. If, I mean, if it's something you just want to get the like the the hip tracks off of, right? You know, the like the, the prime cuts. <laughs> yeah, like I would just yeah just go through the movie and and at some point maybe somebody will actually put up timestamps where you don't have to sit through and you have to like skim through the whole thing.
1: Well, just look. But, just kind of fast forward through it, and anytime you see her look like she's laughing stop and back it up a little bit.
2: <laughs> <laughs> anytime anytime you see her where she has eyebrows like, yes, your air <laughs> then, then yes, that's when you pause it. Because did you notice whenever she changed to a demon, her eyebrows got like two yeah. inches thick? And and just complete unibrow. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, when did you turn into Saddam Hussein? What the hell's going on here?
1: <laughs> that's great. <laughs> well, folks, we've enjoyed it. It's been a lot of fun. And uh, we're going to step away from here. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all those cool things. All the cool stuff Johnny's got going on, all the cool stuff I've got going on. You you know the you know the deal. It's all out there. But uh, if you yeah. like the show,
2: yep. I recommend everybody not everybody, but if you like the show and you you're you know so inclined to, go to iTunes and let people know because the more people that see iTunes ratings and say that you know these guys are kind of fun or you know fun to listen to, they will check us out. we we'll, you know because we're not trying to like get super high on the iTunes charts or anything, but we do want people to listen because we're you know we're having a good time doing this and right. we enjoy talking to you guys about some really bad movies.
1: Yep Yeah if you enjoy the show And you want to help it Grow in any way That is the number one way You can help All you do is go And subscribe on iTunes Leave us a little You know blessing give us a, a rating and uh, that that just really speaks volume as far as getting other people to kind of lend us their ear uh, i guess that's the way to say it lend us their <laughs> ear, uh, something like, like that <laughs>
2: you know every time i go to every time i go to itunes and i see like you know because you could put that header title on your rating i i just would love to go to ours one day and see Matarina <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: there's your mission folks
2: my Torino. Yes, I would love that. In a ratings. Yeah. <laughs> that would make my freaking year. Right. That would make my millennium.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. If there's nothing else, we're going to step on out of here. Folks, take care of yourself. Talk to you later.